Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in 2 Samuel 24, verses 1 through 8. And we are seeing in the last few devotions some of the consequences of David's sin with Bathsheba and against Uriah. And it's not good. You've got the standard bearer for a earthly king. David, a man after God's own heart, is just proving to be not sufficient, not good enough. The people of Israel are going to need a king from another place because even their very best one is failing miserably. And here he's going to fail again in today's text. Chapter 24, verse 1. Again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against David, and he incited David against them, saying, Go number Israel and Judah. So the king said to Joab, the commander of the army who was with him, Go through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, and number the people, that I may know the number of the people. But Joab said to the king, May the Lord your God add to the people a hundred times as many as they are, while the eyes of my Lord The king still see it, but why does my lord the king delight in this thing? But the king's word prevailed against Joab and against the commanders of the army. So Joab and the commanders of the army went out from the presence of the king to number the people of Israel. And then skip down to verse 8. So when they had gone through all the land, they came to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and twenty days. And Joab gave them the sum of the numbering of the people to the king. In Israel were 800,000 valiant men who drew the sword. And the men of Judah were 500,000. So David asks for a census of the people, and this is abhorrent to God. And that seems strange to us, because why would that be abhorrent to God to count the people? Well, back in Exodus 30, the law of God is very clear that if you ever have a census, one of the things that's supposed to happen is there's supposed to be a, a, a shekel tax that is collected from each person. It's a very small amount of money. But that shekel during the census is supposed to be given to the upkeep of the temple, the tabernacle. And the purpose of it is to remind the people of Israel that the reason they are there, the reason they can be counted, the reason that their nation is great is because of God. Well, David does this census without a temple tax. He does this census kind of with an attitude of, these are my people, look what I've done. And God hates that kind of pride. In fact, do you remember... When Moses tapped the rock twice, he and Aaron, they brought water out of rock before by tapping it once. And then the second time, later on, God told Moses to speak to the rock. But Moses didn't speak to the rock. He didn't obey God's specific command. He tapped the rock and he did it twice because once worked last time, so twice must be better. And he said, I will bring water out of the rock. And so this was the same thing that David's done here. He's Moses was taking credit for something that was only supposed to be given credit to God for. This is abhorrent to the Lord, and there's going to be serious consequences that we read. We're going to spend a little bit more time in this text tomorrow. And so David has done this unlawful census, and he's proven himself to be a flawed man who is really struggling these days during his kingship. I want to go back to the very beginning of that text. It said the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he incited David against them. In First Chronicles, which is kind of a recounting of some of these events, in First Chronicles, this same story is talked about, and it says that Satan incited David. And so the question is, 
who was it? Was it God that incited David to do this thing, or was it Satan that incited to do this thing? And actually, we can believe both. Both of them are true in the sense that God is sovereign over Satan. The Bible says God cannot be tempted, and he doesn't tempt any man. So God doesn't cause anyone to sin, but God is sovereign over Satan, and God allows Satan to do things that are according to his purposes, and that's what we see here. Reminds me of time when I was doing college ministry, and sometimes we would speak to Christian kids, and then the atheist group would show up, and there would be this heated debate and this lively conversation that took place. And I was always so impressed with the atheist group because they were asking questions that were deep questions. They were thinking seriously about things in Scripture in a way that, frankly, some of the Christian kids had never thought about. Some of those kids had kind of a superficial faith. And this is one of those issues. God is sovereign, and he doesn't tempt anyone or cause anyone to sin, but he allows Satan to do things according to his good purposes in such a way that the holy word of God, the scriptures could say that God incited David against the Israelites to go do this vile thing. That's a heavy thought. That's a deep thought. And Christian, if you haven't wrestled through your understanding of God in that way, it's time that you do. Anytime anything bad happens to us, anything, anytime anything evil is done, we have to know for sure that God is sovereign. We are not under the sovereignty of Satan. God is sovereign, but he allows Satan to do bad things. And no more is that more evident. Nowhere is that more evident than at the cross. Think about the vile thing that Judas did to betray the Savior. Think about all the things that the Israelites did, the Jewish leaders of the time did, to unjustly crucify the Son of God who was sinless and perfect. It was all terrible and bad. If you and I would have been there on Friday when he was crucified, we would have justifiably said this is the most evil thing we have ever seen. Yet God was sovereign over the things that Satan did for God's good purposes on that day, so much so that Centuries later, we refer to it as Good Friday. God is good. He's big and he's sovereign. He controls the events of man. He even lets Satan do things and works them to his good purposes. Lord, thank you for your sovereignty. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for Jesus Christ and for the ability to trust him so that we could be forgiven and set free and stand holy and blameless before you. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. 
Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.